When you have hair loss, it can be such a scary and deceivingly lonely place. But you know what? You're not alone. You are here with me. Welcome to the Alternative Hair Alchemist podcast. Hi, I'm Deborah Heim. I am a certified alternative hair specialist, a wig boutique owner, and wig wearer myself due to alopecia. And this is my tell it like it is take on all things alternative hair. I also happen to be a certified confidence coach, so I'm going to be sprinkling in some mindset hacks for good measure. So take a deep breath, sit back and relax, and listen to my favorite ways and my best advice on how I help others and help myself to rock that alternative hair. We're going to drop that shame and stigma. What is that about anyway? Now, let's do this. Hello, everybody. This is Deborah Heim, and you're listening to The Alternative Hair Alchemist. My shop is VeryBestLittleHairHouse.com. My personal site is DebraHeim.com. I do both virtual consultations and in-person consultations at my shop. You can find all the information there. So this week, I thought I would talk about features that you might be overpaying for in a wig if you don't need them. So everybody's always worried about how much they're going to spend on their wig, which that's a whole talk in itself. But I see people overpaying for features that when, if it's not going to make a difference to you when you wear it, or if it doesn't make a difference in how good it looks then maybe it's one of the features you can skip on. So the biggest thing I see people throwing money away on, and I've talked about this before, is human hair. That's the most misbelief I find out there. People will call my shop and they think that human hair is the only thing that's going to look natural and this happens especially with hairdressers. And really, to be honest with you, with anybody that hasn't worked directly with wigs for the past few years, because I'm telling you, the technology is amazing. So with human hair, the other thing I see is that not everybody wants to wear long, straight hair that's generally parted in the middle or what have you. I know that's a popular look because of Kim Kardashian, and I see a lot of people wearing the wigs in that look, and that is great. But by all means, don't think that you have to wear human hair to look natural. The biggest thing that I see is people that think like if a synthetic wig is more expensive, they will think, oh, well, it's not worth it because it's synthetic. But there are so many different synthetics out there. And I'll tell you, if you trust who you're buying your wig from, there is a huge difference in quality in a lower priced synthetic and a top of the line synthetic. And I will tell you that personally. When I first opened my shop in 2017, I carried a lot of brands because they seemed more cost effective. But I'll tell you, as I got nicer and nicer stuff in, I started to weed down what I carried. So I think A lot of times, if you wear a certain brand of wig or whatever, you may not even know what's out there. Every day, the people that come to my shop are amazed. 
The other thing with human hair is that if you don't know where it came from, you can't really be sure of what you're getting. Let me tell you, the supply and demand is great. It's really harder and harder to come by human hair that's sourced ethically. That is something that everybody is so worried about the ethics of food and and the environment and things like that. But you should really be considering that in your alternative hair too. And if you are searching online and you put in human hair wig, the results you get, whether it's on eBay, whether it's on the, the shopping sites or what have you, you need to read that description really close because I've started paying close attention and what I see is almost what you would call a word salad. Like the words human hair are in there or it will say natural hair are in there, but you've got to look at the price and the number one mistake I see people think is that like say a $300 or a $400 human hair wig is better than a synthetic that might cost a little more and I am here to tell you most all the times the synthetic is going to be your better constructed wig your better looking wig and Like I said, you don't need to constantly think that you have to wear human hair to be undetectable. I think early when you are in your hair loss journey, it's a natural thing to think that, oh, if I get a human hair wig, nobody will be able to tell. But you really, it's not so much what the wig is made out of anymore. And the manufacturers with the synthetic blends and the human hair blends are really coming a long way with what what's out there for choices because the time for alternative hair is now i've been saying it long and loud since 2017 you do not need a reason like you don't have to have a diagnosis to want to look and feel better about yourself and as far as confidence if you're staying at home because you have hair loss get a hold of me because I'm telling you, I see it in my shop that people come in, they are like hopeless, and they've tried wigs before, they've tried this online, they went here, they went there, but when you find the right wig, makes a huge difference. Now the next thing I see is people will want that skin part, which is also called a mono part, but when you're buying a wig with a mono part, Make sure you look at that part. Some of the wigs that I've seen advertised with mono parts, when they come in, there's like a bead line of glue in it, which if that happens to you, one of the things you can do is sharpie that in, especially if it's a rooted color. But your mono part, if it's not really well done, it's not going to make it look any more natural. And in my opinion, it might be something that, you know, draws attention to. Same thing with lace fronts. If you do not get a good lace front, it's really, it can be itchy. It can like really not look so good. So the type of lace and what basically who made the wig and how it's made, that's more of a factor in looking realistic than the fact of it being a lace front alone. 
lace fronts also if you're going to wear a full bang. That is a feature you can do without if you're choosing a wig that has a bang. Now some of them more and more are being made now with a bang, but I'm finding that those wigs aren't doing so well. Like everybody was asking for wigs with bangs. Now wigs with bangs are coming out and I don't see them going as well as they did before. But it's always a little bit of trial and error when they put out new wigs. But if you have a sensitive head, a lace front might not be the best choice for you. So again, it just depends on you and really what looks good and what fits your head. I have had classic cap wigs that look amazing and feel amazing to the person, especially with skin sensitivity. So just what the the construction of the wig alone isn't necessarily making one look more natural than the other. It just depends on the wig. And so to find the wig for you, first of all, we need to find out what works for you before I could say, well, you should try this or you should try that. People come through the door and they do it at my shop, but at least I know the questions to ask to make you see that what you think you want isn't what you want. But if you walk into a wig shop and you tell them you want this, this, and this, most likely that's what they're going to sell you. And I can say for a fact that people coming into my shop, often what they come through the door wanting is the last thing they leave with. Again, getting back to human hair, I have many people that come in my shop with bad human hair wigs or toppers, and I'm like, where did you get this? And it was because they went someplace and said, I want a human hair topper or a human hair wig, and that was the criteria for them to buy it. And, you know, like I said, it's not necessarily going to look more natural. And the same thing goes for hand-tied wigs. You want to make sure it's a quality hand-tied. I say this now because the whole world is catching on to the fact that hand-tied wigs, when they're done right, are really awesome. So you're going to see more and more manufacturers putting out what they're claiming is hand-tied. And again, if it's made out of that cheap lace, that cheap fabric, and the knots are crappy, it doesn't matter that you're paying more for a hand-tied wig if the hand-tied isn't quality as the quality you should be getting in a hand-tied. So overall tips, if you're wearing a pixie cut, if you don't wear your hair in the front, your bangs like away from your forehead. For a pixie cut, I have seen classic cap pixies look fine. Sometimes when the hair is very short on the wig, you're not going to really see a mono part anyway. But I also have clients that just knowing that the mono part is there, they feel better. So again, it depends on what works for you. But as a general rule, don't just roll out a classic cap wig on the fact that it doesn't have a lace front alone. That might not be a feature that you need to look natural in the wig that works for you. And I'm going to wrap this episode up by saying the whole thing about what you're spending on the wig. I want you to really take a look at yourself because a lot of the times women will be the cheapest on themselves, the absolute cheapest. So there may be a wig out there that is the one for you, but you're thinking, oh, well, that's too much money. But I beg you, if you're going to a place that you can trust, get yourself the best wig you can. 
one of the things I tell my clients is the wig may cost an X amount of dollars, but if you average it out and do a cost per wear, that can really put things into perspective because I know how I feel when I have a great looking hand tied wig on. Sure, it's more expensive, but the cost per wear works out to be the same because sometimes when you get the better wig you just automatically take better care of it I'm not saying that because I know it for a fact but I think I kind of have done it myself when you know you pay more for something it's just human nature you kind of take a little bit better care of it but more than that how you feel when you wear the wig I'm lucky in my shop because as I show people the wigs and the differences, the women are then able to see how much better it looks on them, feel how much better the better wig feels on their head. And then once they see it on them, then it's easier to go, okay, yeah, I'm going to treat myself right and get the better wig. And I'm there to cheer you along. Trust me on that because it is not necessarily about the wig. It's how you feel about yourself. So hopefully something in this episode helped you. If so, drop me a line. You can sign up for my email or reach me through DebraHeim.com. And if not, until next time, peace, love, and alternative hair. If you enjoyed this episode, you might like working with me one-on-one even better. You can check out the options at DebraHeim.com. You can find my shop at VeryBestLittleHairHouse.com. And don't forget my Wise Wig Advice and Support Group, also on Facebook. I'd love to hear from you. But until next time, peace, love, and alternative hair.